In Georgia Ag and Review for the week of October 4th, we'll start off with news regarding the Great Water Debate. Well, the long-standing Tri-State Water Wars has taken a front seat in the gubernatorial race in Georgia, but not much has been said in Florida or Alabama about the search for a deal to better share the water that comes from the Atlanta area through the Chattahoochee River and down into the Flint and Apalachicola Rivers. All three states will be electing a new governor come November 2nd, but the issue seems to be more pressing for the would-be Georgia governor due to a court ruling that Atlanta takes more water than it should. The states have until 2012 to come up with a water-sharing agreement or the water allocations for each state will revert to 1970 levels, halfway through the new governor's first terms. The three current state leaders have met on numerous past occasions in an attempt to resolve the dispute but are not likely to meet again before leadership changes hands. The new governors are expected to continue the conversations. However, we will have to wait and see who it is conversing and what their opinion is on the matter. And as we turn our attention to livestock, Randall Wiseman has this report on the dairy industry. Since the beginning of 2010, the numbers of milk cows have been increasing each month. But for the first time this year, the number decreased in August. But USDA livestock analyst Shell Shagum said even though herd numbers are down about 10,000 head from this time last year, those cows are still producing as milk production is up 3%. We did add about 50 pounds per cow from 2009 to give us about 1,768 pounds per cow. And due to these numbers, World Outlook Board Chair Jerry Bangy said milk producers can expect slightly better production prospects for the rest of this year on in to next. 2010, we expect production to be 192.7 billion pounds. It's an increase of 700 million pounds. And for 2011, we're looking at 196.2, an increase of 1.7 billion pounds. He said next year they actually expect milk cow numbers to be up four-tenths of a percent. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear a bit about bacon from Everett Greiner. Bacon and eggs is a traditional American breakfast. I like mine with a serving of grits. Well, there's a growing problem with bacon. I thought it was just me until I read a report that says a growing group of us are eating less bacon. Listed a couple of suspected reasons, but uh, there's been no statistical study done. One suspected reason is most of the pre-sliced bacon is from older hogs. The short, wide strips of bacon are hard to find. It's mostly long, narrow strips that are difficult to cook, and they don't have the flavor it once had. And unlike beef, chicken, and other cuts of pork, it's packaged so you can't see what you're getting until you get it home and take the wrap off. Okay, what we need is a study. We do studies on everything else, Let's find out why people are eating more sausage and less bacon. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.